Welcome to the Best Friends Fancast and Allison Rosen Fan Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Lisa Lowry. And I am one of your hosts, Rafael Marquez Castaneda, a.k.a. Raffle Dazzle. <laughs> Raffle Rossi, Rossi, <laughs> Raffle Rafi Piper. So lay, lay it on us. What's going on with your raffle? This is pretty cool. Okay. So being inspired by, you know, Whitney, Tony, women who are selling boob pics on Twitter DM, I thought, you know, how can I, an unemployed man, donate even more money to these great causes? And staring me right in the face was my Allison shirt uh, silkscreen frame. And I was like, ooh, maybe I'll get Allison to sign that or something. And then I thought, well, if it's just Allison, you know, people are going to want everyone to sign it. And then I started thinking about other stuff I could uh, raffle off. Anyway, I, I decided to raffle off that and the signed Angora CD that I had them sign this January at Sketchfest, and a signed Allison headshot that I had. Um, this is just kind of an excuse for me to get rid of things, but for a good cause. Um, so if you're not aware that I'm raffling stuff, go to the Facebook group uh, or Twitter, even better. I've dusted off the Twitter and... You can go and see the details, $5 for a raffle ticket, multiples of five if you want more, and the drawing will be held on Juneteenth. That is, for people who don't know, uh, is June 19th of this year. I will be doing the drawing. If you don't know what Juneteenth is, um, it's not my job to educate you. Read a book. <laughs> a book? <laughs> a history book. Okay. You mean a Google? <laughs> sure. So what is making you get rid of that screen print thing? Because I'm kind of, first of all, it's the only piece of artwork you have up in your house. But also, <laughs> it's kind of like a special thing, I would think. You wouldn't want to get rid of that. Um, first of all, it is not the only piece of artwork Sorry, up. Sorry, you have two things. It is one of four, and I should hang more stuff up. Um, the reason I decided to get rid of it is because it's for a good cause. Secondly, these are everything in this world, Lisa, is just a possession. Like, we don't need mm -hmm. them, you know? You don't need it to survive, man. So don't, like, get attached to an aluminum frame, even though it is a nice, fun memory. Um, okay, so if you have nothing around you except for white walls, you know what that is? It's called a cell. I do need these things to survive. I don't want to be in solitary confinement in a padded cell like a crazy person. <laughs> well, um, I'm not getting rid of everything. I'm just saying you should not be so attached to something that you're afraid to lose it. You know? That's true. That's fair. I'm just surprised about that one. But hey, whoever gets that is going to be one lucky person because that's pretty cool. And it's for a good cause. It's really cool. I have some stuff I was thinking about raffling off too, so I'll wait until... You're done. You know, I don't want to step on any toes, but I think I have a couple of Allison things, a couple of signed items that I could uh, raffle off. And I think it's uh, might as well give some money to a good cause, right? Yeah. Yeah. I The fact that you keep dusting dusting off your Twitter account is really funny to me. I, once again, we could really go back and take a clip from every single episode. We're like, oh, I just happened to be. Oh, I just was on. So we know you're a secret Tweety. 
you know, now that I've officially dusted it off, I do check it every day as opposed okay. to every week or whatever. All right. So um, you're Twitter pated. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. On this episode, we will talk about the Monday show, Allison and Daniel, plus your calls and Daniel's new hair routine. And the Thursday show, Jordan's Cheese Habit, Jackie's Feet, Experiences with Cops. <laughs> but first, let's do some shout-outs. Do you have any shout-outs, Lil Rafi? I do for everyone that has sent me money for the raffle tickets so far. I'm not going to say any names just because I don't know if they would want me to. I don't think it matters. But thank you. Deeply appreciated. And happy birthday, Joanna Bowman, apparently. Um, and Amanda. And I think that's it. All right. Uh, my shout outs are to, of course, Brittany and the TNC. I loved hanging out with you guys, as always. Shout out to Scott Marquez, Kelly Lundquist, Ray Morgan, Leanne Ward, Bruce by Dawn, Shanna Tyndall, Paul Angstrom, Sadie Rose, Tamara Holler, Emily Quick, Ulysses, Lauren, Dr. Jen, Luke Cheste, Nina Hartley, and also Joanna and Amanda, happy birthday to both of you. And an extra shout out to Amanda, who was supposed to join us today and had some internet issues. Shout out to you. Uh, we will get, connect with you soon and you will be on and it'll be fun uh, catching up with you. All right. <laughs> Lisa, before we move on, I think mm. we should check the BFF hotline. <gasps> what? We got a text message from someone named... Well, it doesn't tell you their name. It just tells you their number. So the number is... No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> she would love it because Dr. Jen sent... I was going to say, if you said... I'm like, oh, it's Dr. Jen. <laughs> uh, she sent a text message that says, testing this text message for the hotline. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jen. Aw, team player. <laughs> we also received a a missed call. Not a message, just a missed call. <laughs> From uh, the East Coast, coming in from Leanne MF and Ward. Um, I asked her via text if she um, changed her mind about leaving us a message. And she said she was just checking because she oh. thought that I said the wrong number. But of course, I did not. Leanne, everyone knows the number. By now, it's 818-BFF-0732. Take advantage of this number, guys. Be on the show. Be a part of it. It's fun. But dial us if you want, like Leanne did. <laughs> and I like that we got a testes, testes, one, two, three from Dr. Jen. <laughs> oh, that's good. That is rich. Well, um, I have one call out, and that is to the Thursday gang from last week, I think. Yeah. Uh, one of the people that was on, whatever his name was, the new guy, Brian talking mm -hmm. about watching 90 day fiance and i was like fucking hulu really wants me to watch this show because i watch so much other trash like nope i'm not going to and then what did i do i started watching it god damn it <laughs> so i'm calling them out curse on them <laughs> are you starting from the beginning no i'm not because i didn't realize it was just the first one that was available. So I'm like, oh, cool. I'll, I'll watch this. And apparently it's season four because I didn't know that they were named differently per, by season I or whatever. I don't know. I was so confused. I'm like, well, I guess I'm starting after people are already married, <laughs> which is fine. I don't feel like I need to go back. I, I don't know. This show, 
while I look forward to watching it and find out what happens, I'm sickened by the fact that I'm into it. And also, the way that they edit, I hate. They do so many recaps. Thank God for forward 10 seconds because, like, God damn it. It's completely, like, full of recaps of, like, this conversation that happened, like, five minutes ago. <laughs> like, oh, my God. I can't watch this. It's so bad. Okay, I need a rundown of who are the couples on the season you're watching because I only know of the one season that my sister was telling me about. Okay. Um, well, then... and, I, and I know the current season, there's a guy with a really thick neck or no yes. neck. And, yes, um... and Dr. Jen was lo- lovely enough to send us that little clip from TikTok. And uh, my daughter knows about that too because she's on TikTok. So she's like, oh yeah, that guy, she's like, he used to be some like model like teen heartthrob guy and she showed me pictures when he was a kid i'm like How, what the fuck happened <laughs> he looks like job of the hut now <laughs> oh my god um but no the season four is when you were telling me that there was someone that was so pathetic or someone that's like real, whatever i was like this has to be the person he's talking about but i'm guessing there's a pathetic person on either in any episode or any season but the danielle and muhammad i think her name was danielle that grouping and oh um, wait is that like a old lady who has a full-grown yes. son and she's with like some guy from the middle east she has three kids and she's like 43 she's the same age as me and she's from oh. ohio and he's like t- half her age or something from okay uh, I, don't th- I don't think this is the same season because from what i recall she was like a bit older than that but oh. i don't know um, there's no Mormon guy with uh, some girl from Central America. No, there's a guy that the Wisconsin guy with the lady from Colombia, the Paul, oh, maybe Paula and Wes. Huh? They could be Mormon and from Wisconsin. Well, there's no talk of him being Mormon in this at all. He's very conservative, mm. and she's does he very... wear glasses? No, looks like a bit of a herb. He looks like a herb, but no glasses. Oh, does he wear glasses? <laughs> maybe. I don't know, he started letting his hair grow long and be real wild, Ooh. but he's real mild. <laughs> he's mild, Bill. <laughs> oh, anyway, yeah. uh, anyway. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think we're here for the uh, <laughs> 90 Day Fiance. I'm sure there's a podcast who's doing it, though. I'm sure there is, and I just wanted to call those people out for ruining my whole life. No. <laughs> you know what? We got to watch trash sometimes, and it's something I can do while I'm checking Twitter or and doing my nails or whatever, so... All right, let's. I know there's another call out, but we're not going to, right? <laughs> uh, it's not for me to call out. It's for heroes like uh, Dr. Jen to she do that kind is. of thing. You know what? I'm going to call out a hint of lime t- tortilla chips because they did not get called as the carb this week. All right, should we talk about Monday? <laughs> hint of lime. Hint of lame. Uh, hint yeah. of slime. Okay. So, right at the top, right at the damn top. It was almost like the show was written for you. They went and talked ad nauseum about butt euphemisms. And I'm wondering in your household, did you have a high knee household or is that just the household you currently hold? Um, in the household that I grew up in, it was Spanish only. So we have never said high knee. Uh, the only high knees I'm gripping nowadays are those uh, green bottles, if oh you God. know what I mean. <laughs> Uh, no, <laughs> I'm not going to say Heine. I'm not going to say Tushy. Uh, though, I mean, I would say these things if I'm joking. Uh, but the only thing I was thinking about during this whole time is how she said she never said Tushy. But apparently Daniel did because he came up with Touch the Tushy. 
And how did they not even mention Touch the Tushy at all? The entire time. <laughs> um, shout out to Matt at Blue Canoe. Yeah, they had a great opportunity to sling some ringtones for the many new listeners who've never heard it. Right. And that's such a great story. And Matt is the one who created the ringtone. Um, so I think growing up, my mom said bottom, which is like totally disgusting. <laughs> um but in our house i i'm sure i've said tush but we say like buns and now it's like escalated now that the kids are older i say bun hole like you know <laughs> oh boy <laughs> we call them buns bunnies <laughs> you know but uh what else no that's boobs um <laughs> what, what do you call boobs they used to call them bambooms <laughs> when they were little <laughs> Okay. Uh, bam booms. And damn it, there was something because our neighbor has a really big A. Oh, we say A, but like not not usually. My husband says that. I'm trying to remember. Oh, obviously, we don't say junk in the trunk because that's like kind of crappy and, tra and trashy. <laughs> you would just say that B's got a big A. <laughs> yes. God damn it. There was something that we said the other day and it was like that became her new nickname. But anyway, okay. It's uh, Trainwreck's daughter, so who cares? And um, I don't. So what do you say now? Back that butt up? I, I call would it assume I just right? say ass. I don't know. I, I, how, I don't find myself talking about uh, mm -hmm. butts very I'm often. I'm talking about like when you're like typing it in. What are you saying? When am I typing it mm -hmm. in? Let's check your history. <laughs> There's a lot of butt euphemisms that we're not aware of. Like uh, you taught me all... about the grocery, so. Those are all um, acronyms. <laughs> when, you, when you're searching <laughs> for things, it's all <laughs> acronymized. Okay, so we're going to try and figure out what that is. Um, I guess, so Allison said that somebody complained about... Like, stop listening to her show because they're not talking about what's going on in the world in the first 10 minutes of the show. And I'm really conflicted about this because, obviously, I would like Allison to have more people of color on. I don't know. And then, obviously, having people on to talk about what's going on. But on the other side, like, listening to her show, I kind of want to escape what's going on in the real world and not have to have it, like, talked about so much. Just same with, like, COVID and, like, everything else. Like, you kind of want a little escape. So, I, I don't know. Where are you on that? Well, with COVID, I was so sick of hearing about it just because if it came up on Thursday, it was like, oh, how are you doing? And then people would just say like, oh, well, you know, I'm staying inside and yada, yada, hmm. wearing my wearing my gloves. If, or if I go out, I wear a mask. It's like, yeah, we're all doing the same thing. We don't need to talk about that. Um, but I understand how these are the things that are going on. So they should be talked about a bit, but I don't want to hear about it constantly every episode. Um, and I, I get it when that person said, you know, they didn't talk about it. Like if, you know, someone was, let's say someone who was a highly elected official was assassinated. I mean, mm. I'm sure it would come up. So okay, that's fair. But I think I wouldn't judge them for it because I would think they're just trying to give me entertainment. It's not their job to be like, this is current events with Allison and Daniel. You know what I mean? But you're right. If it didn't come up, it would be weird. But to bail out in the first 10 minutes, it's like, 
I don't know. It seems like you're looking for the wrong thing. I don't know. Maybe you're on the wrong podcast. I've thought about this, too, because um, we kind of didn't say much about it (laughs) until the end of the last week when I couldn't contain myself because it came up. Yeah, I don't know. Like, people want to know that you or like how you where you stand Mm, on things. Right. It's I don't know. I I can see both sides. So I I know we've all talked with the group text, like just back and forth about like maybe why Allison isn't doing, you know, having more people of color on and dragging her feet on certain things. And I think Allison, I think she expressed some sort of worry about feeling like she's, uh, what did she say? (sighs) When you're using like something for your own gain, like she's kind of exploiting it. Like you don't want to exploit it, but you want to, um, you want to still be behind it and like promote it you know what i mean i don't know so there's like a fine line there because i wouldn't want to st- you know hurt anybody's feelings or feel like make people feel like they're being used for their own cause you know what i mean but it is our all of our cause and that's i think what has changed now with this i feel like it feels so much more united and that is kind of amazing to me so i don't know i think she just needs to do it my number one gripe from day one has mm-hmm. been that there is almost no diversity of guests it wouldn't appear to be exploitative if she had been having regular people of color on throughout the years but now if she's making a concerted effort to invite black people on then it's going to be like oh she's only having them because of what's going on but at the same time who cares right you gotta start somewhere good guests yeah just have good guests fucking diversify because it's ridiculous that she lives in california and every fucking week it's another white guy i don't know it's her show it is (laughs) but i mean uh, yeah (laughs) i just looked up and read part of my poster and it was like so weird because i've never seen it before and it says now it's dark (laughs) i'm like what is this okay so there was a part where oh yeah daniel was saying that he just assumed like oh you know this was dealt with during the civil rights movement Mm -hmm. and you know everything's fine and that to me was like if you want the definition of white privilege there it is because even though i am very light-skinned people often joke that i'm white but if you put me in a room full of white people i do not fit in So it's very apparent to me when I'm in a room full of white people. When I was living in Denver, um, I lived in a very white neighborhood and I was going to a lot of breweries at the time and they are packed full of white people. And I would always mention it. I'm like, wow, there's so many white people. I don't see a non-white person at all. And it would come off as a bit, uh, I don't want to say racist, but I would get comments about it like why do you notice that and i felt bad because i was like jesus am i racist well Eh, yeah it's debatable (laughs) if you listen to this show but it's like when you're not white how can you not notice so it is a privilege if you're white and to not notice race also i think that is part of where they live and how they grew up that they don't see that many non-white faces 
as someone who grew up around all non-white faces, it's very strange to me when I'm in a room full of white faces. So that was just an interesting thing that came up. It is because I've had it both ways, but like when I go somewhere, I don't notice, I don't notice race at all because like what you're just saying, that's just because you're probably seeing a lot of yourself (laughs) everywhere. Um, But also growing up in places where they thought people thought I was, people couldn't figure out what I was. So I would be just considered like, oh, you're just Mexican or you're Indian or you're Jewish or like people just always wanted to like put me in a category. And like, I was never good enough for any group. (laughs) So then I became, you know, that's why I was always in the misfit group because nobody accepted me. It was always based on looks. And when you are like mixed, I guess is what they would call you. Um, that you don't really like get accepted by like one group. And I've definitely had like white people not want to come into my house because I was too Brown. (laughs) So, um, like it sucks to be reminded of those things, but I guess I'm lucky enough now to like, I feel like I blend in pretty well here because everywhere in here is pretty like mocha color. Like I am. (laughs) Uh, I think you should look up mocha. It's coffee with a lot of cream in it. <laughs> Just kidding. I know. My face is pretty white, but my body is pretty tan because it's more natural that way. <laughs> but anyway, I yeah, it, there is a privilege to that to not to just not even see that. And at some point, it'd be nice for everybody to have that privilege to just go somewhere and not see race because everybody it would be diverse. Are you looking up mocha right now? <laughs> Nope. <laughs> okay. So apparently Allison slams doors <laughs> at night and I feel for Daniel because I live in the same sort of household, except I am a very light sleeper and my husband is like someone when he gets up to go for work, go to work, he gets, goes to the shower and the door slams, the door is extra jiggly, like I'm like, have you never opened a door before? Like, really, why is it taking you so many times to open the door? <laughs> and then, like, the drawers are slamming. And it's just, it's just one of those things where you're just up in your own head getting ready for work. And you're not, like, thinking. And that kind of sounds like what Allison does. Um, but also, Daniel made a Kramer reference. And I was like, it really slammed doors. It's not really his thing. But I guess, his, I mean, I don't know. Did you relate to that <laughs> reference at all? I was surprised to learn that Allison is Kramer-esque in her <laughs> yes. room entries. Like she's, but, a, uh, what is he called? A a physical co- a comic? Like, so she just comes into a door like, like Kramer. <laughs> I'm going to picture that now. That would be pretty funny. Um, one of my pet peeves now that I live at this particular apartment is people who don't shut the door quietly like i literally go as quiet as i can Same. because i know that my next door neighbor can hear my door slamming if it slams um and every time this fucking guy comes home it's like the goddamn stampede rage uh, what was it called the stamp the bull stampede oh in, in, in in spain you know what i'm talking about it's like what the fuck is he doing like how loud can you open a door so daniel I feel you, man. I understand. For sure. I mean, I have been sleeping in my daughter's room (laughs) because 
I don't want to have to get woken up, but also like it still wakes me up. Like he comes out the door, comes down the hallway, has to get something out of the closet that he could have gotten out earlier. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> why am I getting woken up every single day? And apparently Allison has a new flopping method to get into bed, which sounds hilarious. And if I did that, like if I was really tired and I'm just trying to hop in, it, it sounds very cartoon like. I think that would wake me up more, but I think we need to see a video of this because it sounds pretty hilarious. Uh, I like the fact that she has her stuffed koala. <laughs> that too. <laughs> I know it's no squirtle, but whatever. Squirtle, squirtle. How do you get into bed? Do you flop? No. Do you roll? Do you uh, dive from the roof? <laughs> that would be kind of fun. No, I prop up all my pillows and then I pull the covers over and then I just lay down and I'm like sort of propped up a little bit and then I slowly start to like slide down and then I take the third pillow that's under my head when I'm finally about to fall asleep and then I put it over my face. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sometimes I do put a pillow over my face and sometimes I don't and I I wonder why. I know I started doing it when I because I used to sleep on my side. And then when I had my wisdom teeth taken out, they you have to sleep on your back. And I was like, how the hell am I going to sleep on my back? I can't do that. And then when I started doing it, I, I realized it's much more comfortable. Plus, I'm not getting the, the cleavage crease anymore. <laughs> like, that's gone. So I'm like, okay, that's a re- number one reason why I'm not. And also, I was starting to get a little crinkle on my eye from sleeping on my side. So I'm like, okay, so that's a benefit. But also, I liked to have the light on a tiny bit in the room, like dimmed all the way down. But it was just enough that it was, like, in my eyes. So then I started covering my face with pillows. And I think that's how it all started. Now I just need to be, like, buried in pillows. I think I just realized why I do it. Uh, (laughs) I'm trying to encourage an intruder to put me out of my misery. (laughs) So they took a couple of calls this week. Literally, a couple. And we got to hear from a familiar voice and that is lee bruns and it sounds like where he lives is not someplace i would like to live it sounds like exactly where you live okay (laughs) okay there is a line around the corner for turners but that being said it's pretty mixed bag on the race like although this is what one thing that my friend has noticed and he said that he sees like a lot of like crazy white dudes rolling around with like no masks on and then like all the mexican dudes were in like bandanas because it looks badass (laughs) like everybody's got their own thing that they're like acting crazy right now but um no but like he has co lee had co-workers that call like was gonna we're gonna go down to this protest with guns like seriously what in the actual fuck why the fuck are you taking guns to a protest, you dumb piece of shit? Right. What What are you trying to prove? It's just, it's worse than even than the looters. Like, the protesters are trying to protest for change, to create an uprising, to create awareness, to create, like, something big to happen. A revolution. When you're going to go and fight with guns over this, it's like, oh, my God. And then the people capitalizing on by looting, it's just the whole thing. I don't know. I... I it sucks because I'm actually scared to go to protest because of crazy people with guns and I'm and crazy people with cars that want to like just run people down. And that sucks. I don't want, I would rather go out and show my support, but like I'm, I'm pretty scared actually. But the funny thing to me is that these would be the same people who are for the second amendment, but they're trying to restrict people's first amendment. Right. I don't get because it. Because people that are all about the second amendment don't, know anything about any of the other amendments 
or the meaning behind the Second Amendment and like why it was even created and like what it means. They just see guns and America and that's all they care about. Yeah, and I'm sure if you ask them, they'll say, you know, they're not trying to stop them from protesting. They're just making sure they don't loot. I don't know. No. Anyway, I'm going to edit some of that oh. out. <laughs> so the second color was, from what I heard, it's B from Washington. And I love that she said her name at the beginning and at the end. Although I was like, well, was it B? I'm not sure. <laughs> so we had B and Lee. That's pretty cool. Uh, but she's depressed. And um, I... I think I'm finally, I don't know. I go through phases of like, am I depressed? I don't know. When I'm PMSing yesterday, I was just like, fuck the world. Everybody sucks. Like, everyone can eat a bunch of shit. And then today I'm like, I'm feeling pretty good. (laughs) So I don't have like what, I don't think I have clinical depression as far as, I'm sure I have before. Like, I've had mental breakdowns before. I've had like pretty gone through rough patches where I probably should have taken some uh, medication but I think now I don't I don't have that problem and I feel for people that do and I hate exactly what Daniel was saying like the people that are like oh you're sad you should just get over it and go for a run it's like fuck you you don't know what depression feels like or what it is to go through it or whatever but just getting help and getting some on medication and just not worrying about the stigma of it and helping yourself to feel better because there's like John, the caller John from last week. Like there's there's a light at the end of the tunnel. I know Lil Rafi might not agree, but I'm I'm happy that these uh depressed people are calling in. Uh people need to know that there are people out there who care. Uh and I like hearing Daniel talk about mental health and his struggles and um yeah, it just helps to have someone out there who relates. Agreed. It's funny how every week and we talked about this before that Daniel kind of gets philosophical and has all these like it should it almost should really should be like a third episode that they change to when when they go back to the regular format just to have a third bonus episode of like, hey, we're just fielding your calls about whatever's going on in your life, because like every time Daniel talks about something, it's like, oh, that he's really like deep and thoughtful. And it's it's cool to hear that side of him. Absolutely. And he talked about. uh <laughs> His AR-15 of love, which I thought that was hilarious, Um, but loving yourself and true love and just everything about love that we're trying to attain. But uh, that also led to waterbeds. Do you own a waterbed, Lil Rafi? Of course not. Um, I have slept on one before. Uh, It's not, I don't see any pros to it. But Lisa, (laughs) you... I was going to make a pee joke, but uh, oh. <laughs> that was in the shower. I forgot. Oh, oh. Um, you probably have been on a water bed or two. Um, I have actually exactly two. <laughs> uh, my parents had one actually growing up and uh, which is creepy, you know, that, but it was the 70s. But my brother ended up getting it when I'll see. I think I was like five. So he was four. And so he had it in his room. And I remember we were just like dive off the chairs and like pretend like we're swimming in the ocean but it's like it's painful to get in there's like a big piece of like wood frame that you have to climb around and it's just like Mm -hmm. really not it there's nothing like sexy about it so like i i have i had a boyfriend who had one (laughs) and like climbing into one of those is not sexy and also having sex in one is not very fun either to me 
There's already enough mo- motion in the ocean. I don't need a, a third. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, you know what? I'm going to go in there. Well, you have like um, another gonna... thing working against you. You don't want that. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. You got to really go with the be flow. in sync with the rhythm. But then yeah. if you do, you could set off the flow to go somewhere else. And then you're, yeah, it's. It, Crashing waves. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Uh, I wouldn't know because I only buy my beds from the lumbar yard. <laughs> oh, God. Not one of those places with a dumb name. <laughs> Do you uh, take a nap in it, though, after you've hit the water with the polar bear club? <laughs> you know I do. <laughs> Damn it. Try not to. Okay. Um, I think that's it for Monday. What do you think? I guess so. Okay. So, my floor is totally creaking. It's motion in the ocean over here. Yeah, if you hear noise over here, it's not my stomach rumbling. Okay. It's the floor creaking. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm so excited. We have a new segment. It's called Whitney C's Cues. Are you ready for this, little Rafi? This is pretty exciting. Wow, I am so ready. I so when Whitney was on for her thank you for being a fan episode she you did a question off with her and it was so much fun and everybody responded to that and I thought you know what her questions are my favorite on Allison's show why not make a segment for us because she has great questions and then we can listen to it talk about it and everybody in the Facebook group or on Twitter or wherever uh, chime in too and let's listen to Whitney C's Q. <laughs> Whitney C. wants to know, do you name the inanimate objects in your house? For example, your robot vacuum, your car, and so forth. I have a robot vacuum. It's a Eufy brand, so sometimes I just call it the Eufy, but really its name is Hector. I don't often name the inanimate objects in my house, but occasionally I do, and that's one of them. Oh my god, I love that question. Uh so funny that she said her vacuum her robot vacuum because i like with all the old cars that i've had and people usually name their old cars like something i never have ever named an inanimate object anything except for my robot vacuum and its name is rosie because of the jetsons the robot made or whatever um but every single vacuum robot i get is named rosie and i now have a yuffie so that you know could be you know, a nickname. But uh, what about you, Lorafi? Do you name any inanimate objects? First of all, I have to say, oh I think it's pretty common to name your robot vacuum. I do not have one. But at the place I lived in Colorado, my uh, roommate who owned the house, he bought one. And I'm going to give you one guess oh to uh, guess what he called it. Yeah, it was Rosie. Real original, guys. <laughs> Okay, the first time I got a Roomba was in, hold on, I'm going to tell you, it was like 2007 or whenever they came out. That's when I named it Rosie. So, you know, sorry. <laughs> so now every time I get one, I'm like, it's, it was just always easier to be like, oh, Rosie's, Rosie's on. Like, so the, the kids would like, I don't know, it was kind of cute for the kids, but like also it was just like an easier to be like, oh, the vacuum's going, I don't know. Oh, Rosie's on. Or the kids would be like, Rosie's eating something. 
<laughs> Rosie's stuck under something. Yeah, so me and your friend are not original. Fuck you. <laughs> but I do... Uh, wait, do I? I guess not anymore. Um, cars is a pretty common one, I think. My 1983 Volkswagen Rabbit GTI Mark One, of course, was the Rabbit. And the Suburban was the Bourbon. Um, actually, I guess, I don't know, maybe half the cars get names. My current car does not have a name. I think that's a common one. I'm shocked you haven't done that. I am too. I, I guess maybe it was. it's more of a male thing to name their... Well, like an old car, a girl's name. Um, I'm trying to remember if I ever. Yeah, no, I don't think I've ever named anything. Anything, and you would think I would because it's like cutesy or whatever. But because you know, when you look at me, the cutesy. <laughs> um. So, I, I have nothing but Formula One on my mind lately because it's not on TV right now. So. There's a driver named Sebastian Vettel, and he always names his car that he races for the year. And it's, of course, it's a woman name. And I, when I first learned that, I was like, that's fucking gross. I don't know why. I was like, that's so dumb and just skeezy for some it's, reason. I was like, I don't like it. I don't it like really it. It really is. When you really boil it down and think about it, it is kind of b- gross to be like, oh, I'm taking Anna out for a spin or what whatever <laughs> yeah i'm gonna slide into the seat and control her uh, betty's really rumbling under my but my ball sack <laughs> okay um i i want to yes. know if the people out there name something uh something why don't you give us a call 818 bff 0732 yes or post in the and facebook thank group you. i want to i want to know do you name inanimate inanimate objects i want to see pictures of what these things are and thank you so much, Whitney, for the question and the new segment. I know. I'm so excited. So much fun. Every other week we'll have uh, Whitney and then the other uh, every other week we'll have Lauren. <laughs> so we'll have Childish Chat and we'll have Whitney C's cues. So exciting. All right. Should we talk about Thursday? Really quick. I almost forgot. From Monday, mm. I want to ask you something. Oh they started talking about encounters with the police. Oh, I thought they talked had, about that on. Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought they talked about it on Thursday. No. Um, I think they probably oh, did okay. as okay. well, but it came up on Monday. Oh, well, yeah, perfect. Then it won't need to be edited back into the Monday part. Okay. Um, so I've had a couple of experiences with cops that were not good, but they're so minor that I feel silly even mentioning them. But Lisa, I'm sure you've had some interesting uh, encounters with the police. I have. I've, uh, you know been pulled over for reasons that i'm like eh, i'm not really sure like you're pulling me over because i have an old car or because i'm a little tan like i don't really know i've definitely been harassed by the police but i also half the time like i was doing something wrong to necessitate being harassed <laughs> but um I, my brother used to be harassed all of the time because he had a girlfriend that lived in irvine and irvine is like it's the safest place in the United States to live, apparently. And my brother did not look safe. <laughs> not safe to drive around her buying. So he got pulled over every single time that he went um, to visit her. But um, I'm trying to think if I've had any, like, you know, I've had them come into my house to deal with things. <laughs> um, what else? 
I had one, like, I had to call the police on an ex-boyfriend, and they were telling him that they were going to come back later and, like, ask me out. <laughs> Maybe just to fuck with him. I don't know. Um, but he was 5150 that night. He's probably not a good person to mess with. Um, no, but one time I was pulled over because I fit the description of somebody that was a criminal. And... And I was driving without a license. Like, we talked about this on the Whitney show. Like, I had uh, three cars before I had a driver's license. So, like, this was my second car. And pretty sure had a bad taillight out. And no driver's license. No whatever. Just driving. And I got pulled over. And the guy was like, okay, I need to see your driver's license. And I, like, started pretending to, like, go to the glove box to, like, I'm going to get my driver's license and my uh, registration or whatever and then he got some call that said like th- they found whoever it was that there was uh, driving a car like that that looked like me or whatever and like they and he's like never mind just get your taillight fixed and he like left but that was me being lucky i don't know there was a guy i knew who had a bunch of monte carlos and they were super awesome low rider style hydraulics dayton's and everything and uh, I asked him, like, do you get pulled over a lot? And he said, of all course. the time. Totally. That's a magnet, for sure. And that sucks, because, like, who doesn't want to drive around in a sweet-ass Monte Carlo with fucking hydraulics? Well, that'd be me. But um, I had, so this car was a 62 Mercury, and so it it's similar to the look of, like, Impala's-ish. So, like, that's, you know, I just, I would get, I definitely got some stuff happening but whatever i i've never been like arrested and i've never uh i don't think i've i don't know i've never been hmm, like bullied by the police i don't think i definitely like it when they show up when i need them (laughs) but other than that also i know a couple of cops that are really nice i would love to talk to them because they really like to become police officers as women and lesbians that's i can't imagine the shit that they had to go through you know what i mean like i would love to hear their Mm -hmm. point of view about everything that's going on and like just what they've had to endure just to become uh police officers should we talk about thursday (laughs) yes okay i thought we were well i mean we are we're all over the place yes you know that we did start talking about thursday so uh also we were her little gooey butter cake sent in by Andrea Fridley on Patreon. And I swear, I've, I think I've sent in gooey butter cakes just because I was like, obviously, she's going to pick this. It's got butter in the title. I tried doing butter ones a lot in the beginning and none of them got picked. This is something I've always wanted to make. It's very much. um, oh, What's that bitch on the cooking network? Not bitch. She's more of a cunt. Paula Dean. Yeah, Paula Dean. She's big, ooey, gooey butter cake. Uh. I think that's the first person I ever heard it from. So, I mean, it sounds delicious. But, you know, have you ever had it? I need to watch the YouTube video because I listened to the episode and I don't think I remember much of it. <laughs> so I don't even remember this carb. I uh, never heard of it. it. Sounds fine. Well, then I'll talk about something that you probably are very familiar with. Um, and apparently Jordan Morris because it was on the tip of his little tongue. Wiki feet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. I <laughs> um I do not go to WikiFeet. Mm-hmm. I've been on there before oh, because it comes boy. up. Huh. 
it comes up it comes up surprisingly often nope. on podcasts nope. and it'll always be someone woman saying like oh yeah they i guarantee your feet are on there if mine are on there and then i was like what the fuck is wiki feet mm. and i mm. go it's it's not great but i guess if you're some foot weirdo then it's just like someone's standing there in high heels or something and these fucking creeps are like oh yeah that's the stuff eh, that's it's gonna take a little more than that to uh get me interested um number one i've never heard of wiki feet number two obviously you're a secret feety sweetie just like we have figured out <laughs> definitely not and i thought it was funny that um there was so much feet talk in this because i had just watched once upon a time in Hollywood and <laughs> everyone knows that Tarantino's a feet weirdo. Yeah. And in this movie, it was so just in my face that I was just like, ugh. uh, Mar, Mar, Marlo, Margot, Robbie, attractive lady. I don't want to see her with fucking dirty feet. And I don't want to see those goddamn feet up on a windshield or up on a movie seat or whatever the fuck. Get them nasty things off the screen. Yeah, feet are gross. I definitely know a couple of feet people. And I even had, like, this one friend where he would be like, oh, my God, did you see that? Did you see that girl? I'm like, no. He's like, I mean, did you see her feet? I'm like, no. What are you talking about? <laughs> but then, like, he'll be like, oh, my God, this girl's so hot. And then and then he looks and he's like, nope, never mind. Her feet are gross. I'm like, jeez. Like, people like this, like, never want to show my feet around because, like, I keep mine nice. But, like, they're size 10s. Like, they're not anything, like, people are going to be into. Yeah, um, <laughs> I, this I, I'm just like picturing Frodo's feet, Shrek's feet, <laughs> LeBron James's feet. Oh my if God. you've never oh seen LeBron God. James's oh disgusting foot, look up. that up. Oh my God! Um, no, mine are fine, but I mean, I yeah, they're fine. But <laughs> I mean, according to one of the foot, foot per- people that I know, they are fine. But. <laughs> Oh boy! Um, I'm oh, curious shit, though. I have a third is there foot person that would? Yeah, really enjoyed my shoes. So what? That got me thinking. Uh, if someone walked by and you were like, "Ooh, check out that hottie," what would be the one thing that would uh, turn you off? I mean, I guess a it's foot. every like hygienic. If thing. I saw someone in flip flops, I'd be like, "Hey, <laughs> I wear flip flops." By the way, I'm wearing them right now. I actually have a flip flop tan, which I'm very embarrassed about, but I don't wear them out of my house. So, like, if I'm out and about, this is California. There's a lot of flip-flops. There's a lot of feet. I don't want to see your feet. It's a real turnoff to me. So, um, I'm going to start icky feet. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What is going to be on this site? uh, Just just you, apparently. (laughs) Looking people up. (laughs) LeBron James's feet. Yeah, I don't understand the fascination with people and feet and like it's always weird when i find out someone that i consider to be somewhat normal is like super into feet because it's like what why like it's just to get you around man like i don't need you to be jacking off with foot like that's gross i don't i don't don't think i don't think that's something good i don't want to finger any buttholes (laughs) did you say jacking off with feet (laughs) yes i did (laughs) okay Okay, we know what you're not looking so, up on those websites. Do you think, like, every time Jordan talks and we hear a little bit more about him and his background, do you think he's not, he's a, not a very, like, secret freak, right? He's a freak. 
Um, was was he into the feet? Well, I, I don't remember this. He was t- no, but he immediately was like wiki feet and foot fetish and. Oh uh, well, uh, like I said, it wiki feet is it's out okay. there. It's known. Well, all right, then it's um, me that's not in the know, and that's fine. But Allison and her friend that wrote good copy that had like this great <laughs> people that are into feet that are like actors or whatever, call them Tootsie Rolls or something. <laughs> what? <laughs> Oh, my God. I'm pretty sure that's in the Urban Dictionary. I don't know if it's feet related. I'm sure it's more in, related to like the stuff you're into. But Also, Tony played a drop expertly with the fart noise. And then Allison still poo-pooed him <laughs> and shit on him. Oh, um, Jeff used to do a tee-hee after. Um, do you have that? It's like, oh, my God. <laughs> he like dropped a drop for the first time without being asked for a long time. And it was like perfect. And then... It was still like, oh, can we have a little bit more? <laughs> you know, you just, there's no pleasing some people. I know this struggle very well. Yeah. Um, talking about anybody we know? Yeah, Dr. Jen. <laughs> <laughs> so there was a lot of talk about Delaware and beaches. And it was so funny that, like, one of my favorite parts of Wayne's World is that Delaware part. Because it's always, it's hilarious to me. And it's just, I thought it was just hilarious to me. And, like, it just set with me and my own immature brain but the fact that this is something that like is a common joke that people say is funny to me maybe it's just that jordan and i might have a lot in common than i thought um but wayne's world is for sure one of those movies that is in my psyche and uh but bill and ted's i feel like it was just like i missed that i don't think i ever saw that movie i may have like been around seeing it or seen pieces of it or something but i've never like sat and watched it so I wonder if there's any movies that are from your childhood or your formative years or whatever that's embedded in your psyche that you'll always, like, go back to and like. Well, first, I have to say that um, you and Jordan have a lot in common. Oh, also, I've had that thing, too, where there's, like, a part of a movie that I like. There's no way anyone else, like, will get this reference or think it's funny. And everyone does. And it's like, yeah. That's the funny part. <laughs> but and there's so I, much I more that's funny about myself. Wayne's World that that is such a small thing, but it was so small that it made it even more funny. That I was just like, oh my God, it's hilarious. Um, so from my formative years, I the only thing I can think of is the first movie in the franchise, mm. The Fast mm. and the Furious. Mm. It is... Literally the only thing I will reference if I'm around my Colorado friends because they hate it, even (laughs) though they've seen the movie a million times as well and know all the stupid lines. Like if 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 you quote, I live my life quarter mile at a time. (laughs) That's cute. That's uh, amateur. (laughs) Right. Uh, (laughs) When you're that's like with Wayne's World saying we're not worthy. It's like, okay, exactly. But the Delaware thing is like a little bit more like. In, you know what I mean? So what would be yours that was more more than a quarter mile at a time? Oh, my God. There are so, so many. Oh There's one of my favorite ones now. I've, I haven't used it with anyone, but I think about it all the time now that I live here is when they're doing the first street race and they're like listening to the cop scanners um, to see when they can race, which is stupid. They've got like thousands of people on the street and the streets are blocked off. Like, when can we start the race? Uh, 
it's he he hears a call about a one one eight seven in Glendale. I got a one eight seven in Glendale. Cops are all over. It's like what the fuck? I don't know why that's so funny to me. One eight seven in Glendale. Then of course there's a whoa, whoa who's the snowman right here? That's a classic. Um, there's a there's a very problematic line where he says uh, uh, you could get a, a fat burger and fries for two ninety five. Homophobic slur. Uh, there are so many, so many good lines. That movie is a fucking classic. And in 10 more years, when it comes back into style, I am fucking ready because I've got... I guess they have to first in... stop making new ones and then maybe it'll have a chance to come back. <laughs> okay, so this is kind of dumb. Mm. A couple of, like a month ago, <laughs> my friend, we were texting and I, of course, made a Fast and Furious reference. Um and then I get a call from my friend, and I was like, uh, hey, what's going on? He's like, oh, um, I was telling my girlfriend that you have that you have the whole Fast and Furious script on your phone. And I was like, no, no, I do not have the whole script. I just have the key lines that I like to quote often oh, so I don't misquote them. Oh. And, uh, that's kind of worse. Yeah, that's the kind of sicko I am. You are a sicko. So I have the same thing as like with um, like with Seinfeld. There's a lot of things where there are episodes where like the, everyone is hilarious, obviously. But there's like subtle little things about some where I'm like, this is like one of my favorite like s- little snippets where I'm like that like will make me laugh so hard every time I see it. And like one of my favorite episodes, which is not even like one of the best ones is the Cheever letters. And when they find the letters and then they're like trying to leave the apartment and like that whole interaction kills me every single time. And it's like, yeah, it's funny to most people, but like that just stands out to me. Like those little things. I have that with I Love Lucy too, where I'm like, yeah, there's a lot of funny there, but there's a lot of like little things that I love that like I think are even more funny about it than just like the, oh, I'm stomping on grapes and like candy (laughs) whatever you know yeah i i think about that with seinfeld because obviously the writing is such a big part of the humor but their acting Mm -hmm. especially like for someone like jerry who is not an a trained actor but like the other three are their facial expressions like their body everything they do timing everything elevates it yes and it's there's a reason that it's the greatest sitcom ever made it really is i need to shut 90 day fiance down and start watching seinfeld over again Mm -hmm. it's time um but yeah i'd like to know what everybody else's movies are from there that are just kind of stuck in their brains and i i am curious to see if wayne's world still stands up and i think jackie said that the second one was the better one and it actually is really funny too but um that might be a fun live tweet movie to do that I forgot about this. Uh, I wanted to talk about this as well because I have not seen Bill and Ted's. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought about it because I like Keanu and I was like, oh, I should watch his movies. But I never did. And so one year, if you recall, my one year challenge to myself was to watch a movie that I've never seen every week for the whole year. Right. And on December 31st, my very last movie to get all 52 was Wayne's world for the very first time. And it was, it was good. It was funny. I didn't like, you know, say, Oh, that's the greatest thing I've ever seen. I'm going to watch that all the time now because I haven't seen it again. I 
hear that part two is not as good. So interesting to hear that some people disagree. But I'm down to watch either of those. That would be fun. I know Whitney was talking about doing a where we all watch a movie together, like a movie happy hour type of thing. And I know we talked about Back to the Future, and I would totally like to see that because you haven't seen it. I think it's such a good movie, but um, but it would just be fun to do any movie as a group with everybody because that's fun. And I think Wayne's World, for me, like there's a lot of like just some things that I say in my real life where I'm like, if I really thought about it, I'm like, that's probably from watching Wayne's World. Like some of the things that I, you know, some of my vernacular is like, it's Wayne's World, <laughs> which is great. But also the fact that there's Delaware beaches and I didn't really like, obviously I know it's on the coast. It's where my mom was born. I've actually seen that part on the map, but um, I didn't really think about the fact that people go to the beach. On the East coast. I think it's like all cliffs or something, but actually uh, Lauren Kelly said that that's where her family would go to summer and like the Delaware beaches, which sounds so weird. Like you don't hear that. So um, it sounds kind of neat. And I would, I don't know. We just need to go. We need to do BFF across America. Let's do this. And Canada. Will we be skipping any states? (laughs) Um, I can think of one. Yeah? Mm -hmm. Mm. They're talking a little bit about, like, the whole lockdown being lifted and, like, COVID and everything. And, like, people saying, like, you don't have to wear a mask or you do. Like, pretty much everywhere around here, people are wearing masks still. But I guess I heard that bars in Orange County are opening this week or this past Friday. And there's not going to be masks um, required and i just feel like with all the numbers going up we're all just kind of throwing caution to the wind of for and i think dr jen said it just right when she was on a couple weeks ago saying like it's just what you're comfortable with like people are still going to get it it's there's no cure there's no whatever and you're just going to have to decide like if it's worth it i guess to be around people i you know i don't know do you wear a mask out everywhere you go i do uh but that's I've thought about it. Is it more because they require me to, or is it, you know, for my well-being? Um, Even if it wasn't a requirement, I think I still would. I Yeah. I think I feel like I do it out out of respect for the people that I'm around. And like, I have this fear too, that like, like we went to the nursery yesterday and I went with the kids and we all have our masks on. They're picking out plants and stuff that they want to grow. And Everybody had masks on except for one person. And I was like, oh, God, this is going to be the one person that's going to, like, yell at me for, like, being a bad mom. And, like, you don't need to wear a mask. And it's all, like, whatever. Like, I'm just waiting for the crazy person to start yelling at me. But, like, for me, it is out of respect for everybody else to just be like, you know what? I'm just going to do it because, yeah, it sucks. But whatever. I'm glad that you revealed it was the plant nursery and you were not (laughs) kidnapping infants from the hospital. (laughs) Let's go pick out some kids. Oh, my God. The kids want a new cat so bad. But I'm like, uh, I feel like more than three cats is pushing it. Don't you? I should get a cat. I know. But, um, you should. Get one that has really short hair that doesn't shed a bunch. Ooh, if there was one that was declawed, that oh would God. be ideal. Okay, so you could probably find one in the pound. Because, like, obviously don't get one that you declaw because that's horrible to do. But there are a lot of... Oh, is it? Oh, never mind. But people do you do it to the animals and then the animals end up, you know, in the pound. So you can rescue one that's already declawed. Now, it's like throws off their balance and it's like it's like cutting off your fingertips, I guess. Mm, yeah, that makes sense. They do use them a lot. Yeah. And my cats... Never mind. Well, I use, like, my cats don't scratch at my furniture, but, like, I was very, like, anal about making sure that they didn't like those little air um 
motion sensor air gun air gun <laughs> no it's like a uh, air uh, air can thing <laughs> so and when they walk by it it like sprays them with air and they go away from that all i have to do now is make that noise and they stop whatever they're doing so <laughs> can can we hear a bit of that <laughs> <laughs> last night my cat was doing something and i did that and his eyes got so big and just like he ran i'm like see, see they work i can now put the can out i don't even have to use them anymore because they're all like trained now but i got a new chair for mother's day and i'm like i don't care if the cat's going on but i didn't want georgie on it because he smells <laughs> so i just put like the little air thing there but like all of the animals like it ran out of air a long time ago but they like tiptoe around it because they know what it looks like they're like oh god that thing's gonna spray me and by the I way think... when you set them up around your house you scare the shit out of yourself as well because you <laughs> will set them off all, all the time I think my biggest deterrence from getting a cat, uh, aside from the fact that I don't know if it's allowed in my apartment, but whatever, um, is I've I've gone back to a hairless existence. Mm. I don't have fucking dog hair all over me 24-7 and on everything that I own. So I don't know if I can go back to that. I don't want to be covered in cat hair again. Well, like I said, get a short hair and you use a lint, lint roller. You just do a quick like lint roll. It's not... I have three cats and I don't have cat hair all over the house, but they are outside a lot. And oh, I don't have dog uh, hair everywhere seen... either, but I shave. Finally, Georgie got his hair cut. I should have done it before and after quarantine cuts because <laughs> he looked like a little sheep. <laughs> <laughs> now he looks like a little naked sheep. Speaking of naked sheep. So Jordan, <laughs> that's not a segue. So Jordan's diet sounds like so sad and like, the carbs and like it is so confusing about what you can and can't eat because you hear so many conflicting things and it's funny if you watch like an old movie or even like an old tv show where they're doing a diet and it's like all you can eat is rice and potatoes it's like um (laughs) but like i remember even in the 80s like that was a big time of like well i guess that was the 90s snack wheels but like in the 80s it was all about like low fat and like nobody was caring about sugar and but people are still were losing weight. So what the hell? Like, I, what is right? What's not? How are you doing on your fasting? What the fuck? <laughs> um, so I've been doing it. Let me check my uh, thing where I write down. No, I don't have an app. I just been keeping it in my notes. So the first I started on May 10th. Mm. So it's been a month and I have lost three, count them, three pounds. Wow. Um, I'm not, I'm not very active, so <laughs> it's not uh, going down. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm doing fine. I don't think it's actually that different from how I used to eat. Mm. It's just, it's just like the little snacking in between has gone much, gone down by a bunch. Does it make you appreciate food more? Yes, that's what I was getting at. Um, now, once the two o'clock rolls around, like yesterday, the first thing I ate was a peach. And I was, <laughs> was like, oh my God, I wish. Yeah, it, everything that I eat now after I break the fast is fucking 10 times better. It's so true. It makes it so much better. I was fasting for a little while and then... I took a break, but I forgot why. I think it's because this past week, well, I don't know why, but this past week I decided I'm going to like hit it hard and like really try and lose weight. And I wanted to change my goals because my goal from last year, I was just like, 
I don't want to. I just want it to be like a new year of like I don't want it to be overwhelming. Of I'm trying to get to that 44 pounds. Like last year, I I lost 30. Great, I gained a few back, but like this past week, I thought, okay, I'm gonna make a new goal of like losing 10 pounds because I feel like that is much more attainable. And then after that, cool, I'll look into more. But so last week, I started doing my calorie counting again on, and I do it on my Fitness Pal, which it's kind of makes it fun because you're like counting up calories and like trying to be under and it kind of like I don't know it keeps you accountable and kind of makes you see what you're eating and I was able to lose like three pounds last week which was like super cool but then I'm sure after last night's dinner (laughs) and this weekend but like I want to try and get back into like doing better during the week I've been drinking less especially I said it a couple weeks ago that I was going to drink less and then last weekend I got like blackout drunk so it's like okay I actually focused on like eating better this week not drinking as much and just like taking care of myself a little more. Now I need to add more exercise to the mix. And I think I'll be like getting this 10 pounds off pretty quickly. Yeah. That's the other thing is um, I, I do every time I check the scale, I'm like, Oh, it's like almost the same. Um, I'm not doing it for weight loss. That's just kind of an added benefit. I just like depriving myself of things. <laughs> well, that's <But>, perfect then. <laughs> yeah. And at the same time though, like I, I haven't changed any dietary anything so i still eat the same Mm. shit and garbage that i would normally eat i still would drink beer as long as it's within those hours so that's why it's so easy for me and also why i'm not losing so much weight but that's not why i'm doing it so yeah Mm. deprivation is it's fun fun. it actually feels kind of good but then it does make you appreciate when you get to eat it's like ah so good allison mentioned new patrons last week and this week and i'm i wanted to mention this last week but i kind of forgot to do you think that people cancel patreon and then re-up it to get their names read i was going to say because i've you know you hear names on there and we don't know who it is but i'm like i know someone with that name i know that name is it the same person are they leaving and coming back right if they do then great Hmm. i mean maybe they just didn't have the money for one month or whatever but like i was just wondering since i've heard it multiple times or a couple of different people or whatever that i thought maybe just to hear your name? I don't know. That seems pretty petty. Maybe I'm reading into it too much. Well, new or not, I say come on our show. I agree. Except for that one. So they had JMOs back again, which was super cool. Um, did you have any JMOs that spoke to you at all? Um, I forgot to write them down. But what were some of these JMOs? Well, I have to say I did not write them down because they were all lackluster. But there were two that I thought were interesting. And that was Jackie's JMO and... At Zanera Park, one super fan Megan. Oh my god, I didn't shout out super fan Megan. Seriously, <laughs> why do I always do that? Uh, shout out super fan Megan. But yeah, she had uh, Megan had the coffee one about uh, iced coffee and hot coffee, and Jackie's uh, towel sitch with her ball to drying your face okay. ratio. I remember. Yes. Um. So the the coffee one I did not relate to because things don't affect me like they should, whether it's like medications or whatever. Like, I feel like I don't get the same result as other people. Are you a tin man? (laughs) Um, Yes. (laughs) Never seen that one. Oh, Um, my God. (laughs) um, Coffee does not wake me up. Like, some people, they'll have a cup of coffee and they're like, fucking Speedy Gonzalez. And I do not have that. But I know for a fact that isn't cold brew supposed to be 
concentrated and therefore stronger. So I'm thinking, is she drinking a diluted version? What not I'm diluted, thinking is diluted. she's not having cold brewed. I think she's just having iced coffee. So like it would be the same mm-hmm. drip coffee just over ice. Yeah, that ain't going to do shit. But for me, it does make me feel like I'm a junkie. <laughs> but I think it's because for me, it's the same thing. I think once again, I have something in common with Jordan. But like when you're drinking cold coffee, you're drinking it faster. So like I usually get it get a jolt pretty quickly but a lot of times like i am like amped up like crazy but i also feel tired at the same time like nothing really wakes me up it just makes me feel like really uncomfortable in my own body (laughs) interesting but i did hear of turkish coffee and i was gonna i've been i've been trying to branch out and like i really like to eat and drink foods from other cultures and try and like get different cookbooks or look up different things and i we've been trying to like make all kinds of different foods and stuff and then i saw I sent in a carb Turkish delights a couple of times and I finally ordered some cause I'm like, these sound really good. So I haven't tried them yet, but they're like, they're like chuckles. You'd like them. They're gooey crap. <laughs> I would not like them cause I did not enjoy the chuckles. <laughs> um, but they have Turkish coffee, which apparently makes you like super amped up. And I don't know if I would like that or not, but I'm going to try it. But you like brew the same grounds like four times or something. This like little thing and you don't strain the grounds out. So yeah, I hear it's like muddy and sounds gross, but I will try it. Yeah, it kind of sounds gross and good at the same time. I'm into it. I'm into it. Do you want to talk about Jackie's JMO? Yeah, Jackie's towel, ball towel thing. I definitely have that. Although when I go to take a shower, I make sure I have my own towel in there. I've definitely forgotten my towel and I just will do the squeegee thing that doesn't really work very well, but... I don't really like to use other people's towels at all because of a lot of things, you know, and, um, but I do have that with the hand towel in the kitchen because I think like, where is everybody going to dry their hands? So I always try and like dry my hands in a spot where I think everybody is not drying their hands. But like, I usually have a hand towel in the bathroom, but sometimes I don't. And my son's like, oh yeah, I just use um, whatever towel's hanging up. I'm like, oh my God, he's been using my towel to wipe his hands. <laughs> or like his, like brushes his teeth and he wipes his mouth. I would find like toothpaste on my towel. Um, but then I wanted to be telling him like, you know, whatever the last thing I dried is what you're wiping your hands on. So you might not. <laughs> so what about you? Do you use a blow dryer to get up in there and dry or like... <sighs> Jesus. How do you do you make that towel work for it like uh, Jordan? I does? do not even own a hair dryer, I even though either. I should. Well, I do, but I don't even know where it is. There is a towel. I don't know this. I'm sure this came up on the like original Thursday gang, but the towel stuff. But there's a towel that they sell that is divided. Uh, the top is white and the bottom is brown. A uh, little racist, wow. if you ask me. Unless, unless you're looking to the cookie, so. It, exactly. But, um, it and it's labeled face and butt or something oh, like that. Hilarious. So you you never. Oh, my God. We need to get that and send that to Allison. It's funny. You, you said that you try to, like, touch the part of the towel that no one else does. I do that. That's a JMO that's come up with doors. Uh, oh, and I yeah. do the same thing with my towel, my hand towel. because. But then I'm like, well, what the fuck do I care? I'm the one washing yes. my hands. <laughs> And then also, if you're drying yourself after the shower, that's the cleanest you're going to be all day. Mm. So even if you're getting the ball towel to the face, it's as clean as it's going to be, you know? And that's true. But would you wash your hands and then touch somebody's clean balls right away? Probably not. But yeah, I see what you mean. 
not me, but <laughs> there are people who are routinely taking balls to the face that are not clean. Oh, so M-G. the towel is no big deal. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's true. I don't know these kind of people. But I was thinking also, whenever I would be at other people's houses, like when I was younger, like maybe being at parties or something like that, and you're using like some restroom that you never use, and mm-hmm. they would have like, typically there wouldn't be towels out to dry, but I would see like their bath towel. And it's like, uh, well, so I would like try and find a nice little spot where maybe they didn't dry off with it but like how can you like you put your towel back differently every time so every square inch of that is speak for yourself Uh, well do you have an up and down on your towel no i don't but uh the towel i have has like a hanging loop right in the middle and so i know and also like from the tag i would know because they have they have like a rib you know where it's like sewn at the end it has a rib but like I, the way I hang my towel is like on a hook, so it could be oh, yeah. either way. I mean, so this is just this is why there's B and V all pe- over that thing. A long time ago, when um, when I was a a youngster, I had all my stuff in my part of the room organized a certain way, and my dad, when I was at school, like looked through my stuff or moved some stuff, and I go out and I I was like. Um, who moved my stuff? And then he's like, how did you know? And I was like, what am I, some kind of fucking dolt? I don't, I don't know where all my stuff has been and where, how it's moved. The same thing. My towels are always hanging the exact same way. OCD. Everything yeah. is in its same place all the time because I that way you never like lose it. Before. He became an Orange County Sheriff. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, he would get so mad if one little thing was moved. I'm like, oh my God. Oh yeah, one last question. Do how often do you change your towel? Um, I don't change it often. I just wash it. Well, that's what <laughs> Is I that mean. Bad? How often do you wash your towel? Oh. Uh every time I do laundry? Oh, so every 2 weeks? Yeah, a week or two, yeah. Okay. I wash my towel every week, but I sometimes I'll use the same one and just wash it, but I have so many towels that I could just whatever, I'll change it out. Also, if I'm afraid that somebody may have used it, I'm like, ah, I'm just going to go ahead and grab a new one. <laughs> Let's call it uh, call it a day. All right. I guess that's a good place to end it on drying balls, right? Sure. Well, you don't want any kind of like stuff going on down there. All right. Well, if you would like to be on the show, email bfancast at gmail.com or go to the Facebook page and sign up because we usually have a calendar there. And uh, follow the show on Twitter at bfancast. Follow me at BFF Lisa Lowry. And Lil Rafi, where can we find you? You can go to RMC Guitars on Twitter and read about the raffle that I'm doing. Even $5 is uh, appreciated, and it gives you an opportunity to win some, I think, cool prizes. Uh, join the Facebook group and call into this show, be on this show, and just be all-round awesome peeps, not like a hint of slime. <laughs> Well said, little Raffle. BFFs, you are truly the fucking best. Thank you and good night. Relatino. When I get up all in your yeah. we can hear the angels calling.
you got me thinking I could date a cop. <laughs> Cause her uniform pants are so tight. She read me Melorite. She put me in a car. She cut off all the lights. She said I have the right to remain silent. Now I gotta holler. Sounding like a siren. Talking about She know I'm the ball, and she know I get high, above the law, and she know I'm wrong, she know I'm from the street, and all she want me to do is fuck the police, talking about Cop, cop. 